Welcome folks to tonight's session and uh, tonight I'm going to be dealing with a topic that's going to sound quite strange but it's entitled You Can't Make It and I want you to really take note on what I'm going to teach tonight because I really believe that God wants to move us into a new level and a new situation where we will see the power of God moving in our lives. How many of you really want to see God move in your life? Alright, I really believe that God is going to bring us to a place of true destiny, true purpose, and true power and authority to be able to fulfill everything that He has called us to do. There is an assignment, and there is a purpose and a task for each person to do, but very often what we do is we keep jumping from the spirit to the flesh. And we keep jumping between the two, and we are going to discover tonight that there are certain things that you need to have in place if you really want to see victory in your life. And so I want us quickly to have a look at a story, and I really enjoy this story in Mark chapter 4 verse 36. Um, and then we're going to do, okay, well let's take it from verse 36. And there's a story of Jesus, and everybody knows the story. And when they had uh, sent away the multitude, they took him, even as he was in the ship, and there were also with him some other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind. The waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the inner part of the ship, that means the back of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they woke him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? He arose, rebuked the wind and the sea, said, Peace be still, and the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly. And then they said to one another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? And it says, And they came over unto the other side of the sea. Now, I want you to look at this thing very carefully. Alright? Firstly, I want you to see the fact that these guys knew what they were doing. Have you ever been in a situation where you know exactly what you're doing, your competency is there? In other words, you are skilled, you are able to handle the situation, and then you end up in a situation, even though you know that you have the ability to do it, and you get sideswiped. Who's ever been sideswiped out of a situation where you think that you're in control and the next second you've been clapped that you're out of control? Come on. Who's ever got there? How many of us have had the situation where you actually believe God and you've been able to trust God and that and the next second one incident comes and you feel like you've got no faith left? Come on, it's been there. You go, I don't even know if I can trust God. Some of us, let's be very honest, some of us even blame God. Some of us for that side swipe that took us out or clapped us, we sit down and go, God, how can you do that to me? I'm your Christian, how can a bad thing like that happen to me? How many times have you sat down and said, listen, I'm going to make this thing, and the next second you get clapped so hard that you end up in a situation where you're desperate and you're panicking. See, one of the things that happens is the minute the side swipe comes, it always generates fear. You're always going to have fear installed when something tries to take you out. 
See, what happened in this situation was that these were experienced sailors knowing exactly what to do, and one storm came and took away all of their faith. Now I want you to know something, that these disciples had been with Jesus all the time. They had seen the miracles. They had been able to experience things all the time with Jesus. In fact, these are the same disciples that had fed the 5,000. These are the same disciples that saw Peter walking on water. You know, these are the same disciples that had seen the main, in other words, somebody who didn't have an arm, grow out. But yet when they came to one situation, it flattened them so much, and the Bible didn't say that most of them were okay, it said that not one of them were okay. I want to tell you something. What is it that makes somebody's faith fall out so fast? Why is it that they could trust God on one second and end up with absolutely zero faith on the next step? Let me tell you why. It's because you are still doing it in your own strength. I'm trusting God when I'm feeling good. I can believe God when I'm built up. When I've got people around me and support and structures around, I can trust God, I can believe God, I can make it. But the minute... You are by yourself. The devil can bring one thing and sideswipe you and that's it. It's all gone. Then you've got zero faith and it's almost like you have to start again. Now Jesus Christ comes and rebukes him for this. And he says, listen, how is it that you've got no faith? Alright? I've got hope for you, by the way. Don't panic. We're going to get to this. Jesus was teaching us that you cannot make it on your own strength. You cannot, no matter how much of the word you know, no matter how much of past experiences they had seen, and everybody sits down and thinks that these disciples were a bunch of muchus and you know they just didn't make it and they just like not educated and they just you know they're permanently up and down. I want to tell you right now, every single one of us would have done exactly the same thing. Come on, every single one of us would have been in the exact same position. But those same disciples, after they got filled with the Holy Ghost, never ever wavered like that ever again. I want to give you the key to where this thing's going to get us through this thing. How many of you want to be able to carry a faith level even if you get sideswiped? Come on. How many of you want to be able to get through this thing when you're sideswiped? Right? Galatians chapter 5. Let's go and have a look. Here's our answer. It says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. I want you to know that God has given us a way, even if your faith ends up at zero, you could still immediately pull it back up to 100%. It is very simple. If I allow the Holy Spirit to work inside of me, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is 100% faith. Not your faith. So what does God say? You are going to fail. You by yourself are not going to be able to sustain this thing properly. You are going to be up and down. How many times did He say to His disciples, He of little faith, why do you doubt? I mean, He just kept on and on and on the whole time with His disciples with those statements. 
every time they did something, he was like, and then he ends up in this situation where he says, why have you got no faith? I mean, not one of them had even had a touch of it. But let me tell you something. Once they got filled with the Holy Ghost, no matter what happened their way, they believed God. Let me just ask you this. If they were sitting in this situation, take the situation that they were in, and the boat sank, and they had little faith. And so many times, they just lost their faith. How do you think they would have felt when they were really locked up in jail, without any hope of ever getting out of there? Come on, do you think that their faith would be high? No, it would not. If they sat in the natural and they kept on sticking to the stuff in the natural, if you got locked up today and there was no hope of ever having a trial and getting out of that prison, because that is exactly the conditions that they were under. And yet, what did they do? They sang psalms and said, God, we trust you. And all hell literally got chucked out of their prison. Okay? So I want you to know, something changed in these guys. Something radically changed that no matter what the circumstance, they, they trust in God never changed. Stephen, even when he was being stoned, he looked into heaven and he just said, God, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. How many of you would be sitting down in your natural going, oh, well, that's okay, you can throw a rock at me. Come on, who would have sat down and said, listen, God, I don't like this. This isn't fair. In your natural, your faith is going to crash. But God has given us a way to carry us right through the hardest times. And all we have to do is allow the Holy Spirit to work through us. The minute you allow the Holy Spirit to work through you, His fruit is faith. His fruit will carry you right through. That supernaturally you will have faith that nobody can explain. You can trust God even though everything is wrong around you. Because the Holy Spirit is giving you that trust to do it. Let me make it an easier way. How many of you have been in a situation ever where you should be panicking and you haven't? You've got like a supernatural peace. Come on, this is one that most guys have practiced. Alright? You should be panicking. There's this pressure around you. Things are going wrong. But you don't understand why or how. But there is a supernatural peace in the midst of this crisis. That is the Holy Spirit coming and giving you the fruit, His fruit operating through your life. Taking control of your emotions. Taking control of the way that you think. I want you to know that there are nine different gifts, uh, not gifts, fruits of the Spirit, that are there to help you in the same way. Let's go through them. Love. You know, this is the only way that I can unconditionally love somebody. Your flesh will want to kill them, but God gives you a supernatural love for somebody that should not be given to them. Because that is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. The more I allow the Holy Spirit to flow in my life, the more I'm going to see that. Joy. Where I can have joy in the midst of a trauma. I can have peace in the midst of a trauma. Long-suffering. What is long-suffering? Literally what it says. I can suffer long. When things come and it looks like it's a long haul, and you're saying, God, how can I endure this? It's a long haul, a long battle. Something that I'm going through, it's not happening, getting fixed in two minutes. How do I stand after everything? You know, the Bible says that in Ephesians, it says, after you've done all to do, stand, stand some more. 
Now, how can you stand after a long period of time when you're weary? The only way you're going to be able to do that is by the Holy Spirit giving you that fruit operating in your life. And so as you allow the Holy Spirit to give you these fruits, you are going to see that you're going to do supernatural things against what your flesh would do. And if you don't do this, you are going to find yourself in a yo-yo situation. I stand strong with God and I have nothing with God. I stand strong with God, I have nothing with God. God, I love you. God, I hate you. God, I love you. God, I hate you. Come on, that's how we go as Christians. God, why did this thing happen to me? Gentleness. Did you know that being gentle is actually a fruit of the Spirit? Goodness, faith, meekness. Meekness is when I have the authority to take you out and I choose not to. The Bible says Moses was the meekest man of all times. Why? Because he had the authority to destroy the nation more than once. God says, come, let me go and kill these people. And Moses goes, no. Take my name out of the Lamb's book, but spare these people. He had the authority. If Moses had said yes, they would have been in Israel. Can you imagine the power and authority that Moses had? And the Bible says he was the meekest man because he decided never to use that authority on people. And then temperance, that's self-control. In other words, when you want to lose your temper, when you want to just get mad and climb in, and suddenly you have the supernatural self-control, not your own self-control. Everybody's own self-control is going to run out. I'm talking about a supernatural divine intervention of God in your life. See, the Bible says in Ephesians that when we sit down our armor, you see, God has given us armor, but one of the things it says this, above all, carry your shield of faith. You have got to have a trust in God in every situation. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. I need to trust Him in every situation. So out of these fruits, remember that the Bible says that faith worketh by love. So your first fruit that's the most important is love. In my opinion, the next fruit is faith. I need to have a supernatural way to trust God against my head, against my emotions. Do you know how hard it is to genuinely trust God when things are going wrong in your life? Come on, when the onslaught's there and you've been clapped, you're going, God, what do I do? How do I get out of this thing? How? And a panic sets in. How many times have you sat in a crisis and you panic? Fear. Come on, every time there's a crisis, there's always fear connected. So you have got to learn how to break through this. And let me tell you how you do it. Get filled with the Holy Spirit. The more you are filled with the Holy Spirit, the more the fruit starts flowing. Now how do I get filled with the Holy Spirit? It's a simple thing. Keep praying in tongues. Keep praying in tongues. Keep going before God. Getting yourself daily prayed up, prayed up, prayed up, prayed up. I want to tell you something. We've been talking about in the 80s, the way that the church of Jesus Christ was so strong. The power of God was moving. Things were happening. Let me tell you something. One of the things, and I know that this is, was wrong in the sense that it exhausted people. But one of the things that, was, that did work was that people were in church literally every night. They had one function or something else or something else. But they were staying in God's presence all the time. They were building their faith all the time. 
And so year after year, you look again, and these guys suddenly became very strong, spiritually. But do you know what's happened? Very many of them, I look today, and they're actually not strong in the spirit at all, simply because they have not spent time with God anymore. I want to tell you right now, if you want to see a supernatural breakthrough and victory in your life, you have got to build yourself up in the Holy Spirit, so that the Holy Spirit can start moving through you to give you the fruit to carry these things in your life. We cannot win on your own emotions. You cannot win on your own decision. Come on, how many of us have started a New Year's resolution? Okay? How many of you have made it past three days? Come on, unless your resolution is, I will eat as much junk as I can. You might pass that one. Come on, but genuine, we, we are very fickle people. Nobody can control yourself or be disciplined enough to actually do what you say you're going to do. And especially when a crisis comes and you're emotionally clapped. Or there's an emotional takeout, or there's an emotional stress in your life. I want you to know that God wants us to start seeing the fruit in our lives. Not your fruit. The fruit of the Holy Spirit operating through you. See, I want us to look. I learned this this week, and I was very blessed by this. Do you know the upper room? Okay? The upper room... There were three distinct experiences that happened with the disciples in the upper room. The first thing that happened in the upper room was when Jesus appeared to them. Remember they were hiding away? And Jesus appeared after his resurrection. And he came and he met them in the room and he says, Come, receive the Holy Spirit. And he breathed into them. And he breathed the Holy Spirit into them. And then in Acts chapter 2, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit came in the upper room where they received power. But I want you to see that there is something coming, and it's in Acts chapter 4, and I want us to turn there. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. It says, Now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant us your servants with all boldness that we may speak thy word. So in other words, there was an onslaught. There was a battle going on. And how many of you know that there is a battle more and more for the men and women of God to stand strong? I mean, wherever you go, there's a battle against Christianity. There is a battle against the true Word of God. People are trying to get it so twisted and so watered down that people don't stand anymore. And it says, But stretching forth thy hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of your holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Now this is interesting. Remember these guys were filled already in Acts chapter 2. In Acts chapter 2, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Now another experience comes and takes place. And they spake the word with God with boldness. And the multitude of them believed, there were one heart, one soul, neither said any of them that they ought of the things which he possessed was his own. Okay, but they had all things in common. Now listen to verse 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. 
I want you to see, you get born again, you receive the Holy Spirit, you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you get power. But in Acts chapter 4, they get great power operating in their lives. I want you to know that once you get to the level of that great power, where you push in with God and say, listen, tongues isn't enough for me. The power of God isn't enough for me. I want this great power to operate in my life. When I walk in, that I can sit down and change an atmosphere. Where I walk in, and not only do I change it, but I release the fruit of the Spirit to such a degree that I can operate and change any environment in Jesus' name. I want you to know that we are not going to fulfill what we have to fulfill in our own strength. We have to rely on the Holy Spirit. So my challenge tonight is this. Is how much of the Holy Spirit are you going to allow flowing in your life? Are you going to try and work it out in your own strength? Because the Bible says that it's not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. It is by God's Spirit. Might and power has got to do with your strength. The Bible says that we are not going to get this thing succeeded in our own strength. You are not going to make it in your own strength. Why? Because we are very weak people. Our emotions, our makeup is not meant to handle things on our own. You are designed to have God intervening in your life permanently. And so I want to challenge us tonight. Do not settle for second best. Do not settle just for being saved. Then do not settle for just praying in tongues. But then push in and say, God, give me this very, very strong, mighty power, great power flowing in my life. And God, I thank you that from tonight I'm going to stir myself up. You know, we're over this holiday season. Do not... Get yourself into a position where you start taking a holiday from God. Do not get to the place where you go, okay, well, let's just take a break from God. I want to challenge us. Use this time to build yourself up. Even if it's just an hour a day, go and pray in tongues by yourself and build yourself up so that you can carry an authority to help others around you. So many people in this season relax. And because there's a relax, the spiritual climate always drops. Everybody's in holiday mode. Everybody's just taking and parting and catering. And I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is that Christians don't keep the atmosphere right. I want to challenge us over this season to sit down and say to God, God, I thank you that you have given me a solution to this. When my faith is battered, I thank you, God, that I don't have to rely on my faith. I can believe you. I can release the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will help and carry me in this time. Now I'm not saying, listen to me carefully, neglect your faith building it up. I'm not saying, don't read the Bible anymore. You don't need faith. You just rely on the Holy Spirit. I'm saying, your faith still has to be active. But when your faith gets taken out, you have a recall. You have a recall that you can get back very quickly. And once the Holy Spirit comes and flows in your life, and that fruit is operating, it helps you develop your faith again. It helps you get back on track again. So take this time out, and say, God, we are going to push the boundaries. We are going to not stand for where we are at this year. 
Next year we want to see victories. We want to start seeing ground taken in Jesus' name. I want to see ground reclaimed, spiritual, uh, spiritual ground reclaimed. Stuff where the devil has taken a foothold, it needs to be lifted in the name of Jesus. Things in our city needs to change in Jesus' name. Economically, we need to start changing things. We need to start calling the blessing of God in. I don't care what's happening anywhere else. Okay? Don't look at what is going on in the natural. Start calling what you want. And I want to challenge the church. We need to pray. We need to pray for our leadership. We need to pray for our government. There's a lot of people right now that are so negative towards the government. Christians who are busy professing to be spiritual, born-again Christians, who are busy absolutely tearing down everything. I'm sitting down very, very concerned because there are actually people around right now saying that we should fear. I mean, Christians who have got some sort of authority and leaders are actually calling everybody to fear. I'm not going, what on earth is going on? I want to tell you right now, if we want to change something, we need to start praying. We need to start seeking God. The Bible says, if you humble yourself, I'll heal your land. Humble yourself and pray. And I will heal the land. God is in control of South Africa. He will change whatever needs to be changed if we just seek God and trust Him. But do not let fear near your heart. Fear is the first step of Satan's attack on you. What happened with Adam and Eve? The first thing they did was they went and hid after they did something wrong, remember? And God said, well, what are you doing here? They go, what's the first response? We feared you. We're scared. See, fear is Satan's tactic. I want you to know that we need to start moving forward in Jesus' name. And so no matter what happens in your life, there is a recall. No matter what comes your way, there is a way for you to have victory in Jesus' name. But I want you to know this. It is not by might nor by power. We can't change the government by might or by power. Do you know what's going to happen? If we as Christians or everybody else sits down and just in the natural, just starts throwing out toys and doing what we have to do and get rid of the government and the leadership, we're just going to have somebody just replaced that is just going to do the same thing. And then we're going to go through it again. Why don't we rather sit down and pray and seek God and say, God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, this great power that's flowing through us, we thank you, God, that you will sort it out. We release blessing. We release wisdom. We release guidance over our government and over our nation. And God, I thank you that you will remove that needs the guys who need to be removed. You will put in place who we really need. And let God do the work. Guys, we have got to be careful in where we are going right now. Because if we are going to continue like this, the Bible says that your flesh, your carnal mind is enmity against God. It is against God. You cannot survive this on your own natural strength. You will not make it. You have got to allow the supernatural in your life. Now we know this, but we all practice the carnal. So tonight I want to ask us, How much of the Holy Spirit are you going to allow in your life over this time? If you're going through an attack, if you've had it that there's been a side swipe, 
I want to tell you something, I've never seen so many side swipes come as in the last few months. There are Christians that have been clapped left, right and center. I want to tell you right now, there's hope. There is hope. I want you to get with God. I want you to start praying in the Holy Ghost and start building yourself up in your most holy faith and allowing the fruit of the Spirit to carry you. The fruit of the Spirit will carry you through this thing. The fruit of the Spirit will get you to the place of total victory. But do not think for one second you're going to do it in your own strength. You are not going to do it. But if we allow the Holy Spirit to work us, to work through us, we are going to have great power flowing through us in Jesus' name. Even Jesus Christ did it. He says, listen, I don't do the work. The Father does the work through me. Jesus got filled with the Holy Spirit. He was operating. His miracles, everything was done through the Holy Spirit. My challenge tonight is do not neglect the Holy Spirit. Do not neglect the power of God in your life. Do not neglect the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Allow the Holy Spirit to develop those those fruit in your life. Because that shield of faith, you need it for every single day. And the only way that you are going to stand... See, the Bible says when the evil day comes, everybody's going to have one. When the evil day comes, you need to stand. The only way that you're going to stand in that time is when you actually have your shield of faith up. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that you've given us a way out in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you right now that the Holy Spirit is there to guide us, to lead us, and to protect us. But Lord, most of all, the Holy Spirit is there to help us. Lord, flow with each one of these fruits, Lord, that we will be able to have the self-control. We'll have the joy, peace, love, Lord, and the faith that we need to push through anything that comes against us. Lord, I thank you that you've made a way for us in Jesus' name. And Lord, right now, I thank you that each one of us will start seeking you like we've never seeked you before. We will start stirring ourselves up in the Holy Spirit. And Lord, I thank you that as we pray in tongues, we build ourselves up. Lord, we are going to see the power of God operating in our life like never before. God, we push in for great power. We push in, Lord, for a supernatural anointing to break the yoke of bondage of people's lives. Lord, I thank you that as we get close to you, we will set people free and people's lives will be radically changed because of the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We thank you for this right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Amen.